Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us as we get set for our second episode of Meet the Class. Today we're going to be talking about Titan second round pick Dylan Ray Duns, the offensive tackle out of North Dakota State, but D and I are going to be diving into as far as what this guy is going to be able to do early and often because as we know that right tackle position is up for grabs and the Tennessee Titans definitely need to make sure that they are able to have a consistent threat to help protect and block for Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. So we will dive in to everything you need to know as it relates to Dylan Ray Dunn's. But before we get going, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Bet Online now even has week one NFL odds up for you to go bet on. The Titans still hanging out there at minus two. So go, and if you're, you're feeling confident already, you think the Titans are just going to blow the Cardinals out of the water now that we have the schedule release, go ahead, go over to Bet Online, put your money down. The game is at home, so I mean, right now, if I had to, if I had to pick, my money's on the Titans. But they got tons of other options. We got NBA playing games that have happened this week. The NBA playoffs are getting underway. The NHL playoffs are here. Major League Baseball is happening. Just tons of stuff to get in on the action. But you can do so at Bet Online. So head to the website BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So to go right in, D, how are you doing today, my friend? Man, I'm doing great, man. It's a beautiful day, a little rainy, but it's a beautiful day outside, and so I'm doing awesome. Yourself? Man, I've been under the weather the last couple of weeks, but now I'm feeling great. I Good. think the worst of the, the allergy season is behind us, and I'm just ready to talk some Titans football, man. I'm Let's looking go. forward to, to hearing what you got to say on the Titans' second-round pick, Dylan Ray Duns. But I guess to get us started, to give you a little bit of a background on Dylan, I mean, we're talking about a guy who was not a high prospect coming out of high school. He ended up going to North Dakota State out of the hometown of Becker, Minnesota, a six foot four, 300-pound lineman. And he did play left tackle in college, protecting Trey Lance, who was a high-drafted quarterback number, in this year's draft. Three. It looks as though the Titans will be moving him to right tackle, and he will be able to compete early and often with Kendall Lamb and trying to get that spot. Also, Ty Sambrello could be in the mix to be starting for the right tackle position for the Titans. But the second round, 53rd overall pick, Dylan Ray Duns, who is a guy, man, like if you, if you go and you read his, his, his player bio, apparently he just, according to, I want to make sure I get this right, Chad Reuter of the NFL.com, said he fell off the Big Ten recruiting radar despite being a Mr. Football finalist 
All-State selection and district MVP as a senior defensive end at Becker High School in Minnesota, but he had helped the Bison stretch their great success at the FCS level. They've gotten now eight titles in nine years, but he landed on the first-team Associated Press All-American and first-team Missouri Valley Football Conference honors his junior year as a 16-game starter at left tackle. And as we know, they were only able to play one game this past season, so it's been a minute since he's been able to get out on the field. But, I mean, he's even said that that's one of the things to where he is excited to finally be playing football again. And so he's been out on the practice field. And, D, whenever you first look at this guy, man, what, what stands out to you? I'm very excited about Dylan Redons. Um, I had a chance really to watch a lot of film on him, and he is awesome. D, let me tell you something. The first, when I'm like evaluating a player, I look at I look at everything. I look at their footwork. I look at how they use their arm. I look at how they their body position, and I always ask myself. I say, who does that guy remind me of? And every day. When I, when I think, when I watch Dylan Redons, the first name that comes to mind is the great Joe Thomas. You know who Joe Thomas is, the, probably one of the greatest Cleveland Browns, one of the greatest offensive tackles to play the game, and he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. In 2007 and 2017, Joe Thomas was having a monster career, and he basically retired in his prom. But, but even before he got in his prom, he was just – just he could still be playing today at 36 years old, a 10-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, and that's what I see in Redons. He's special, David. He is just an electrical player. If you ever watch the film, I go back when I, when I always I'm always telling you that the film don't lie. We call that the eye in the sky; it never lies. And when you watch him on film, David, he is a freak. He is a specimen. Six six three zero one. And he moves like, and, I, and I'm telling you, he moves like a, oh, why? You know, running that 4-3-40, we was talking about a guy, how he's that big and he's able to move like that. He is so nimble. He's so elusive as an offensive tackle. His footwork, you just can't, exp- it's, it's phenomenal, you know? And that's how you're able to grade offensive linemen. Just watch their footwork. He's, he's a beast. And I love what the draftnetwork.com they wrote an article on him, and I'm going to quote something, this article that they wrote about Redonce, and they said that he has a nasty disposition as a run blocker, and he wants to maul you. You know when you hear that about an offensive tackle, what, does it, what that entails? He's nasty. He's nasty, yeah. Yeah, he's nasty. That's what you want. Think about Taylor Lewan. When people think about Taylor Lewan, the first thing that comes to mind is what? He's got an edge to him. He's got a, he's got a, a attitude, an edge. You know, he's always the one in a scuffle. He's the first one to fight. This is what he's going to bring to this offensive line. A, a, just a nastiness and a wantingness, not only to just a block a guy, but to maul him. And this is why I love this pick. When you watch his highlights, there's a game that really stands out and it, it's, it's, it's the third play that I had a chance to break him down. And this is what I call a hustle play. So Trey Lance is in the uh, end zone they, and basically just doing a quarterback draw. So he's just basically just trying to get some yards so it can set up good, you know, some decent field positions so they can pump the ball. So when Trey is going to draw the defensive end, of course, runs himself out of the play. So he just basically gives him a shove. You'll see offensive tackles a lot of times 
shove that defense in because he's rushing. And then you'll see that quarterback just step up and take off. We've seen Ryan do that a lot last year. Well, it's, it's not so much that when Trey was just long, explosive run, it's the fact that when you looked up 30, year, 30 yards down the line, you saw Redunce right behind, literally about two yards behind Trey Lance blocking defenders. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, most offensive linemen don't do that. You know, sometimes once they, you know, shove a guy, there, sometimes they're kind of watching. But that's a hustle play. You can't really you can't teach that. That's just something that's in a player. And when I see that, that just tells me how important it is for him to be a part of, to be on every play. Like he, when you look at the explosive plays and you watch Trey Lance's highlight, you see number 75 show up in nearly 90% of those plays. He literally, when you watch North Dakota State, I counted 15 plays. Out of those 15 plays, 13 of those was ran to the left side. That's where he played that left tackle position. Davey, he's just he's just a monster. You know, he's just a man among boys playing that position. Yeah, it's one of those things, too. I mean, you're kind of talking about breaking down his film. One of the, I don't know if you'd say it's a knock. It's more of just a question mark. And this was the same thing for Trey Lance as you're looking at guys playing at the FCS level. It's how exactly is that going to translate whenever they get up against better competition. Just And it's not saying that they, they won't be successful or that, or they will be. It's just a question of, you know, we've not really got to see these guys against some more of the top-level players that you have seen kind of come out and then go into the league. But when you're looking at Ray Duns, he was the 10th tackle taken in the draft. And I know Titans fans, they were kind of like, I don't know if that's necessarily the opportunity for us to go ahead and take a tackle. But I do think that whenever you looked at the tackles that were left on this list of just prospects at the time, as far as the boards go, it was a probably a, a quality pick in the moment. He is a guy, I will say, that it will benefit him going to an inside zone running scheme. Uh, that's just something that for when you kind of look at his traits, I think he's better suited for. And I think most analysts kind of agree with that. I mean, there were some, I know Lance Zerline was kind of talking about he might be better suited to move in at guard, but I know the Titans don't really need a guard in the moment. He's going to have to play that right tackle position if, if he is to get on the field early. And I know people are looking at Jay Robin. They're like, all right, general manager Robinson, like your last tackle pick didn't go according to plan. So it's like we need, and that's unfair to put on Redon's, but that right. is how people are going to look at it. And so I'm hopeful that this guy can really take advantage of the opportunity he's given. He does seem like he's eager to learn. He is eager to get out on the field and he wants those reps. He's excited, as I mentioned earlier, to get back on the football field. And so I do think that having that positive attitude it's only going to be a benefit to him whenever I am looking at some of the comments that Lance put out there. Uh, Zerline did say he's he's got quality st stiffness in an initial punch. He can be effective with his left-right combo punch, and he's unable or he is able to lock unlock hips and sink his anchor, and he plays with a toughness at the point of attack. So, again, whenever you're looking at some of these edge rushers, that you're going to be going up against, you definitely need to be able to play with that toughness because they're going to get at you. you got to make sure your pad level is good, and from all accounts, that is something that uh, Dylan has. So I am I really am interested to see if he is able to win that starting position and what, what he's going to be able to do once he gets, gets out on the field. D kind of talked about some of Ray Dunn's strengths. 
and again, I know I know you're not a fan of the word weaknesses, but whenever you are looking at areas of improvement, what is something that really stands out to you whenever you look at his tape? Personally, I don't think that there's no weaknesses in his game, to be honest with you. I know everybody's critical. You know, people talked about Jason Taylor when he was coming out in 1997. If you don't know who that is, that's the Hall of Famer defense end. He played for the Miami Dolphins, the New York Jets all of those years. He was undersized. He was too small. He couldn't, you know, there was no way coming out of an FCS school uh, that he was going to be able to make it in the National Football League, and he's in the Hall of Famer. You know, and then you talk about that big old monster who I love out of Pittsburgh, and you know who I'm talking about. You, you know that name. He was cut four times. You talking Alexander? No. Who, who are you going with on this one? Are we talking recently? He just retired not too long ago. They call him the monster, Debo. I'm drawing a blank, man. You're drawing a blank? He was released four times. Kent State? Nope. Not ringing a bell, man. I'm off, I'm off in Super the weekend. Bowl. Remember the game against uh, Pittsburgh and Arizona in the Super Bowl? Who was the defense end that ran the ball back 99? I mean, the defense end oh, who picked off Kurt Warner. James Harrison. <laughs> I thought oh, you. I was going to try to get you. No, okay. I'm thinking. I thought for the. That's my bad, dude. I thought you were talking no. offensive linemen. No, no. What I'm going to tell you. What I'm trying to talk about is when people are very critical of individuals play. You know, you think about James Harrison. He was released four times. Do you think that James Harrison has had a Hall of Fame career when he played for the Steelers all those years? I would say yeah. You could be yeah. I, I would too. Definitely, arguably a. a but he was he was released four times. So everybody's going to always be critical of play. You know, I listen, when I watch him, his ability to get to the second level is better. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal how the athleticism that he shows on a, just on every play. Do you know when I, when I watched the game against Northern Iowa and you know who else came out of Northern Iowa, by the way, he's also Kurt Warner. That's his old stomping grounds and he's in the hall of fame, right? But he was an undrafted free agent coming in in 1999. So think about this. When I watch him, I go back and I watch film, baby. You know, I people always ask me, you know, why are you so often so optimistic about you know players? You never talk about the negative. I say, I talk, if I see some negatives, I'll talk about it. Just like in Caleb, when I talked about last week about how he got beat in the cover too. But when I've watched about 25 snaps of Redance, Davey. I didn't see any flaws. I just saw a player who was just absolutely dynamic and he's a dominating presence. And if I'm an offensive line coach, I'm sitting back saying to myself, I got a dime. I literally got that dime piece of a player that can come in right now and start for this team. And I go back against in a game against where they play in Northern Iowa, which is a good program. Okay. And they're literally every play that the Bisons were able to break an explosive play. Number 75 was involved. And his ability to, number one, get to the second level. Getting to the second level means he actually picks up the linebacker. And a lot of times when an offensive lineman goes to get that linebacker, he has to sometimes take the DN on, kind of shove him out of, out of the way just to get to that linebacker. That is the most pivotal block if you want an explosive run. He not only blocks or seals off the linebacker. He takes the linebacker and basically mauls him all the way to the sideline. And that's the nastiness. Every game that I watch him, it's like it's not just good enough just to block the defender. He wants to literally – he reminds me 
uh, the Pancake Man, Orlando Pace at Ohio State, when they kind of nicknamed him the Pancake Man because he wouldn't just block you. He would, literally, he would literally take a guy, pick him up. Basically, he would body slam a guy, fall on him, and literally try to drop, drive him into the dirt. Like literally, it was like he was digging a hole to put a defender in there. That's how vicious he was. You see those same traits with Redonce, baby. He is a nasty player. And I don't, it's just like I was talking about Queer Marinaz out of Wisconsin Whitewater. It doesn't matter about the play around you. It's just matter about your skill level. He is an electrifying player that I love. I absolutely, when I watch him play, I get excited. And you wonder why Trey Lance went number three to San Francisco? I think Dylan Redonce had a lot to do with that, don't you? I definitely made it a lot easier for him to have some clean pockets and be able to show off that that arm talent. Yeah, and, and you know what? When I go back to some of these games, when I talk about like a hustle play, those are things that I cannot teach. You know, he could have easily just took the defense in, shoved them, and just sat there, and nobody wouldn't have said anything. But the fact that you got a lineman running 30 or 40 yards down the field trying to pick up a block, those are things you cannot coach. That's just a wantonness. That's a hustle. And you can't teach that sometimes. And I love that in him. Yeah. And you know what? When I went back and I was thinking about pass blocking, you know, that's something else. You got to protect Ryan. That's that's Ryan Tannehill. That is our quarterback. That is our franchise. And let me tell you something. His ability to protect pass block. I mean, it's phenomenal because he literally when he grabs on a guy, he don't just hold a guy. You see guys. It's like they're they're, they're stuck to him like they can't get off. And if you're a defensive coach, if you're a defensive back, that's hard on us. You say, how does that affect us? Check this out, D. If you don't have no pass rush, that means a quarterback can sit there basically all day and just look for receivers. If you got that much time, you know, to, to sit back there, we call bacon and a cake. If you got a, if you got a, that much time to bake a cake, nine times out of 10, your defense is going to get lit up on Saturdays or Mondays or Thursdays. You don't have a chance to win in this league. So when you have an offensive lineman like this, he makes your, he makes your quarterback, he can make your quarterback look so good. Two things real quick, D. I know you did mention 75. It is worth noting he will be wearing 75 for the Titans as well. The rookie numbers did come out. He's also signed his contract. We actually had some other guys sign their contracts as well. We can get into that later. I mean, Caleb Farley also assigned his contract who we talked about last week, but it's good to see uh, that has already happened for the team, so we don't have to worry about them guys focusing on a contract situation. They can just go out and ball. As it does relate to some areas of improvement, while I agree that his technique is better compared to a lot of the other offensive tackles we kind of had in this year's draft, I do question some of his athletic ability from a speed and quickness standpoint. That is definitely an area I need to see him try and improve. That is something to where once you're going up against, as I mentioned earlier, these edge rushers, you're going to have to be, I mean, firing off the ball as quick as possible. I need to see him get that quickness up. The speed needs to be able to improve that because he does, I mean, he has the technique. It's just can he continue to improve that athletic ability and, I mean, obviously he's going to be in a great situation from a training standpoint to where he's going to be able to work on those those abilities. But that would probably be my biggest note whenever I'm looking at an area for Dylan Ray Duns to improve. I need to see his quickness and his speed improve. And like you said, D, he does have the mental toughness, the mental fortitude to take on those tasks. And he knows 
I think he knows that he needs to improve in those areas, and I think he's going to set out to do it. I haven't necessarily seen any issues from a he doesn't have a, a good work ethic point, so I, I don't think that'll be something that Titans fans need to worry about because that obviously was an issue with the last offensive tackle that the team drafted. And again, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on Dylan because of what happened with the last guy, but that is just that's the nature of the game, man. It's, it's always next man up, and that's the position he's been put in. So if anything, use that as a, a motivating factor to go out and work even harder if you are redundant. So that's kind of where I am with it. D, before I guess we, we get off, man, is there any other closing thoughts you have whenever you're looking at Dylan's game or just anything you want to talk about? Yes. If you're the offensive line coach, Keith Carter, you have to be very proud right now, very excited about your, this draft pick, a very explosive player. Um, I didn't see any weaknesses. We all have weaknesses. We just, those are the things that we, we know and we need to work on as players. Nobody's perfect, but I will say this. He is a very dynamic young man. Uh, just watching him play, watch his motor, watching his skill level. He is ready. He is a day. I'm not saying that nobody's a day one starter, not even the guys that are predicted to start. That's why you work. That's why we have training camp every year to get ready and. What I love about Redonce is he reminds me so much of Joe Thomas. You know, that long length, those long arms, he knows how to use them. He's, he's a mauler. That's what you want. You want a guy that's very nasty. But again, the upside with him is that he's young, 23 years old. And you know that if he continues to develop, that's the key. You know, it's like Sam Darnold. You know, he never developed at New York. But, you know, everybody thought he was coming to New York. He was going to be the savior. That didn't happen. So for all of us that, if we're drafted, I don't care if you're Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. I don't care if you're who you are. You know, you have to develop. You have to develop. You have to translate the college, what you learned in college. Now you got to bring that to the professional ranks. And, and it, you don't change a thing. You just continually to work. And if he continues to do that, you know, he has an opportunity to be as good as any lineman drafted in this past in this past uh, draft. So I'm just excited. I mean, just to watch him on film, Davey, I'm, I just get goosebumps because he has the potential. That's the key word is potential. If you have the potential, just like I was talking about, you know, Jason Taylor, you know, all of the critics talked about being undersized from Kent State. I mean, how would that translate to the Dolphins? Well, he's a Hall of Famer. Again, it's just what you will you maximize your potential? You know, only time will tell. So just I'm really excited for him. You know, and congratulations to North North Dakota State because every year it seems like they're putting out some some ballers out of that school. And the boys out in uh they they're balling out there. I I'm just really proud, you know, of this pit. Yeah, it's definitely been a fun run if you are a, a fan of North Dakota State. I mean, what was it earlier? Eight out of the last nine titles or something like that. It's it, it yeah. is pretty insane. So yeah, for, for North Dakota State fans, you at least at least have that to look forward to. And again, you got to see the highest a player in your program get drafted in the top three this past season in the draft. So that's pretty incredible as well. But no, I'm with you, man. Like, come in, put in the work. He's going to have an opportunity to start when you look at the position that the right tackle has to deal with for this team and who we currently have on the roster. So it's it's an open battle, and we'll see who takes it. We'll keep you updated as we hear reports coming out. I mean, he has been... Ray Duns has been showing up to the workouts at the team facility. So that's it's a, a good sign to start. I mean, didn't have that with the last guy. But uh, like I said, I don't, you keep I don't saying need, the last I guy. I don't, I don't, I don't need a cousin. No, not so, uh, 
No. The one that no, is no, that no, the no. guy you're gonna be We're making done. a rap We're album done. with? Okay, okay. So I thought y'all was making a rap album together. He's he's making something. <laughs> I don't know if I'll call that rap, but anyway, that is gonna do it for us today. Stick with us because next week we will be talking about Titans third round pick, Monty Rice, the inside linebacker out of the University of Georgia. So if you're a Bulldogs fan, congrats. We'll be breaking down his game. But other than that, that is going to do it for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available in all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.